0: Hi and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar and my purpose here is to tell you of the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ that's available to everyone. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal story in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, it will encourage you to read the New Testament, the Gospels and the letters which explain the good news of Jesus' true salvation, your one-way, non-stop, ticket to heaven. The episode will begin after this short message. When you least expect it, like a thief in the night. The city of Sardis, which is our next stop in our journey through Revelation, has an interesting history. The video in my blog um, explains it. However, it reminded me of my first major hurricane experience in Miami, Hurricane Andrew in 1992. I had lived through three other minor hurricanes in New York and Puerto Rico, but this one was bad. Small, compact, but packing, 150 mile an hour punch. Though with hurricanes, you get a fair amount of warning, not like with tornadoes or earthquakes, the greater Miami area had grown complacent. They hadn't had a major storm in over 20 years. Most of the residents there had never experienced a hurricane. Well, here's a brief, uh, um, the video that I have on my blog gives you a brief history of Sardis. And um, it's funny because just when they thought they were safe, they were not. Because the enemy would find that little foothold or that little entrance that um, they, they forgot about, that they didn't think the enemy knew about. So um, you should click over to my blog and uh, watch that video. It's again, it's from um, uh, the, um, the Prophetic Gallery series in the Bible app. So here's the letter to the church at uh, Sardis. Um, and we read in the book of Revelation chapter 3 verses 1 through 6 Write this letter to the angel or messenger of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up! Strengthen what little remains, for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Go back to what you heard and believed at first. Hold to it firmly. Repent and turn to me again. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly as an unexpected as unexpected as a thief. Yet there are some in the church in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes with evil. They will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. All who are victorious will be clothed in white. I will never erase their names from the book of life. But I will announce before my father and his angels that they are mine. And then, of course, he ends with the same... um, a uh, warning, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. That again is Revelation 3, 1 through 6. I can't help but notice a similarity to today's Catholic Church. Again, Jesus tells them that he knows everything they do and don't do. Here he tells them that they are dead. Somehow this still just reminds me of the Catholic Church. From what I remember growing up Catholic, it seemed robotic. You had to follow the rituals and do everything a certain way. They totally lost the basic praise and worship of the true early church. Jesus said, wake up, strengthen what little remains for what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God, quoting Jesus. He's telling Sardis and us. To straighten, walk straight in our spiritual walk. If we don't, we will have, if we do walk, you know, straighten up and walk, we will have clean garments. Now, there are some charismatic Catholics um, uh, who believe in the Holy Spirit and salvation. Jesus recognizes them. Those people's names are in the Book of Life. Is your name in the book of life? When you are saved, you become a child of God, and your name is written in the book of life. What is the book of life? Well, let's just say that if your name is not in it, you're in trouble. In Revelation 20, verses 12 and 15, we read, I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne, and the books were open, including the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. Then verse 15 reads, And anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Well, Before I tell you how to get your name in the book of life, let's go back to when you least expect it. Satan, too, looks for the most vulnerable place in your life to grab a foothold. It could be your health, friends, your job finances, family, anything. Moreover, it usually happens when things are going good and you think that life is wonderful and bang, life happens. It's up to you to ask the Holy Spirit for protection. With Jesus, you have the best protection from the enemy. We see that phrase like a thief in the night several times within the New Testament. One is describing when the rapture will happen, when we least expect it. Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 5.2, For you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night. Will you be left behind? I'll be writing and talking about what will happen to those left behind in future articles and podcasts. So subscribe so you don't miss out. I am so glad I won't be here when the tribulation starts. Are you worthy to walk with Jesus in white? Is your name in the book of life? If you haven't accepted Jesus as your personal savior, no, your name's not in the book of life. Believe me, the lake of fire is not going to be a cool place. You are not good enough by yourself to get into heaven. Oh, and by the way, there is no such place as purgatory. If you're not in heaven, you're in hell, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. To get your name written in the book of life, to get the protection of the Holy Spirit from the enemy Satan, and reap all the benefits of salvation, including a one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven, then you must believe, repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. I mean, how many times do you have to read it? Jesus said in here, "Repent." He said it. Repent and turn to me again. Repent. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins. I repent, and I open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you click on over to my blog, You'll see the next steps in your new walk with Jesus. And I also have a really nice video with a song from uh, Mercy Me. Greater is he than anything in the world. And don't forget the five solas. Sola Scriptura, scripture alone. The Bible alone is our highest authority. Sola Fide, faith alone. We are saved through faith alone in Jesus Christ. Sola Gratia, grace alone. We are saved by the grace of God alone, solos Christus, Christ alone. Jesus Christ alone is our Savior, Redeemer, Lord, and King. Soli deo gloria, to God alone be the glory. It's all about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, not us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion, Bible app, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Seek the truth. Seek the gospel truth. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button and then the share button. The gospel of Jesus is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.